Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are, and you know we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure. We love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown, and we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because, well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. So... Are you wondering what it would be like to stay at a lifestyle resort like Hito 2 for three months during a global pandemic and not catch COVID-19? Well, so many people have asked us that very question and so many more. On today's show, we're going to talk about our extraordinary 89 days trip to Hito 2, which lasted from January to April 2021. We'll cover everything from David's birthday celebrations to the Super Bowl, the three different resort weddings and the low days and the high days, the play dates and the chairman's cruise, and of course, the departure COVID tests. This was truly an experience of a lifetime. And it will be remembered forever as a part of the unprecedented events of the global pandemic of 2021. Absolutely. And this is one of those shows where you got to stay and listen right to the end because we get down and dirty at the end talking about some of the great, sexy, fun times we had with some new friends that we made. But first, like every show, we're going to tell you a bit about our top waterproof blanket because great sex is messy sex, but nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot. So if you're fed up with having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof and guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils or silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does and so does today's show. And um, obviously, you've all figured out that we are back from Hito. Um, we are back from one of the most reflective, relaxing, and inspiring trips that we've ever taken. We spent 89 days at Hito 2 in Jamaica. You know, it's there on the Grill Beach. And everybody's been asking us what it's been like. And so we're here with our friends Coco and Mark. They're fellow Canadians and who have also spent more than three months at Hito and have had lots of fun adventures to share with us too. You know, it's not easy to sum up what three months of your life is like in one hour, but we do want to answer a lot of those questions that we keep getting when people have been asking us about our trip. And it took us till now to come up and to compile all the questions, all the answers. And we waited till uh, we had our two good friends here with us who uh, we did spend some time with at Hito uh, in January. So um, why don't we get started? We're going to do this like a little round table. We're going to chat a little bit. Um, normally we have an expert on the show who has their subject matter. But our subject matter is the fact that we have spent a long amounts of time at Hito and um, it's really um, a, a, an eye-opening experience. Right. So Coco or Mark, you can start, jump in, tell us a little bit about when you went, why you were there, and you know what your story is all about. So I went there in January, I think January 1st until the 30th for the whole month, and Mark joined me the last uh, week. Right. And why I was there, I was just trying to escape winter and the horrible, of course, COVID. <laughs> right. And because in Canada, we had a lot of restrictions. And I think Mark really was feeling those restrictions when Coco was away for those few weeks. And you came down and joined her at the end of the month. It was so nice to see you down there. It was great to see you guys as well. Yeah, my mind was going crazy. He didn't really want it to go. I convinced him right. to join. Yeah, I remember that. Missing yeah. Coco so much, you know, I just had to, you know, come down and see her. I and was, the isolation. The isolation yeah. at home was too yeah. much for me to bear. 
So when you were at home alone, like how often did you masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> well, daily, of course, dude. Of course. But That's the only that answer. Is that how you do it normally? <laughs> <laughs> he was masturbate with a mask on. <laughs> did, you guys have like, did you guys have virtual sex where you did it over Zoom or something? A little bit. Well, the funny thing is we never really have a virtual sex. <laughs> Maybe sexting a little. But yeah. the fun thing is you guys have spent a long period of time at Hito like we did, where I know, Coco, you've been down there for f three months at a time. And I think, Mark, you were there five weeks also. So yes. you get a good feel of what it is to be at a resort like Hedonism, very famous place, where you've been there for a long time. Absolutely. Yeah. Now... You know, one of the big questions that we were asked is, do you get bored of the food? Never. I was there on 2019 for 85 days, and I thought I would get bored of the food, but no, no. never. Because yeah. it's such a variety. It's such it's a so variety. Good. Yeah, and it's so good. It's always fresh. It's always healthy. And um, um, every day I was always looking forward. Kudos to, to Chef I know, yeah, and the yeah. thing is that people expect that you go to this all-inclusive resort where you can eat anything and everything you want all day long. There's food everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, all day long, there is at least one or two restaurants open. Yeah. So people ask us, like, did you gain weight there? And I know, Coco, you did not. No, I lost 18 pounds. There you go. Actually, I lost there 8 pounds. <laughs> you did lost 8 pounds. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mark, when you were there? Yeah, I lost a few pounds myself, but I didn't mind it. No, exactly. And that's because you stay busy. It's all it's good, healthy always food. Active. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not all fried food. It's what it's all sorts of different things. Yes. Yes. I, I have to say, um, for the time we were there, um, the resort wasn't full. But the welcoming staff made us feel like we were part of their family mm. like we were at their home in jamaica and really because you know when the resort has almost 600 people it's hard for them to just keep up but when it was quiet when we were there you could almost ask for anything and they made it for you and um, a lot of the dinners that normally were big barbecues and buffets were sit-down dinners and they really um made our experience there very intimate and the food was so fresh and it was so um, different and delicious and we had some special evenings we had the wine and cheese dinner we had the Asian dinner we had the Mexican dinner and it was all a little bit different that I think um, we got to experience uh, once in a lifetime days or months at Hido. But I think people don't understand that Chef Michael is an award-winning chef. It's not like he's just off the block and he doesn't know what he's doing. Chef Michael <laughs> represented Jamaica in the North American chef competition Rest in the U.S. Very yes. creative. Yeah. yeah, very creative. Yeah, and he makes Delicious. the most amazing chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about those because we kind of <laughs> overindulged in those. So right babe, now. let's talk a little bit about alcohol and how for 89 days you're able to manage the alcohol consumption. Hmm. People did ask us, were you drunk the whole time? What would you say, Coco? Well, I normally is not a big drinker, but I go to Hito. I always drink a little bit because it's a, a part of social. Um, when you socialize with others and you always kind of need a little drink. My trick is I always just have one drink and then I will keep that drink for hours. Mm. So when you're talking to people you just have a little sip and you kind of you feel like you're drinking but you're not overly done and um, and then you can actually enjoy the, the the drink and then the social activities and stay healthy i kind of did yeah. that also because what i found it by the end i mean i'm not going to say that i found it right at the beginning because i probably did overindulge a little bit at the beginning yeah. but when i found that i could just sip that beautiful 12 year old rum in the evening after i maybe have a glass of wine or two at dinner but then just mm -hmm. have a beautiful drink after dinner and like you it lasted hours i yeah. just sipped on it yeah and i didn't have to down it or do no. shots because when you're there for that long you have to pace yourself yes definitely right? and yeah. mark well it's changed over the years because back when we would go for a week here to Hito and a week there, you know, you want to get your drunk on sometimes, right. you know. So get I your money's worth, right? Exactly. I would definitely have my drunk on by early afternoon, go back, Lessons have learned a nap, over the years. <laughs> yeah, and then have another little bit of a drunk in the, after, in the evening. But uh, over the years, the longer you spend at Hito, you have to pace yourself, definitely. And you can get more out of your trip if, by doing it like that. Right? One of the nice things that we got to experience was some nice 
intimate time and conversation with Harry because mm-hmm. he was um, able to really spend time with a lot of people mm-hmm. in the wine bar. Mm-hmm. And every evening at seven o'clock, you know, whoever wanted to could mm-hmm. sit down in the wine bar, have some of his select wines just and just chill and chat. And uh, we found that like one of the um, new parts of our visiting Hito, we'd never spent time in the wine bar on a consistent basis. And I know Coco, you love it there. Oh, God, I love it. Well, I have to say hedonism is a good place to escape. Mm-hmm. No matter um, the outside world, you're stressed out or you have um, absolutely need a vacation or um, COVID. It's right? always a yes. great place to escape. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And part of that is having that social drink. And it doesn't Definitely. mean you have to get drunk. And part of, of that is also because of the people. Yes. People there are, are just absolutely make you feel like you are uh, it's, it's home away from home. And yeah. one, of, one of the things that made our stay, our long stay there so wonderful, uh, and again I'll say it, is the staff. The staff really embraced us as part of their Jamaican family. Mm-hmm. And um, we weren't guests we were part of part of the furniture by the the end of the day (laughs) we had our own table we had our own spot on the beach i mean it wasn't hard because there wasn't that many people there But you know what a lot of people asked us how could you stay down there for so long you know don't you have to work and we said well of course if you can work from home you can work from hito and so many people during COVID had to convert to working from home for us, uh, we actually have been working from home for many years, so it worked out perfectly for us. But while we were down there, we did 40 podcasts. Yeah. But uh, you guys were there working, actually. Yes, we were working yeah. every day. It's a working People vacation. Yeah. Every day in the dining area where we did our work for a few hours every day. Made sure we had enough inventory for our top waterproof blanket. <laughs> right, right. We had it set up where um, our distribution center. I remember Carol was stressed out because of the blanket shipment. Yes. Yeah, some problems. We did. We ran yeah. out of blankets, yeah. and the new shipment was late, and yes, we had a lot of so it's all stressful sort of things but that's okay all. we yeah. dealt with it while we were there and yeah. then, like i said if you can work from home you can work from hito yeah. and it worked out very the, the, well the funny part about being there is people said like aren't you getting bored and we said you know we're, we're not really on vacation we're spending the winter at hito and we said um, it's a little bit like the movie Groundhog Day, except every Saturday the people change. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Groundhog That's Day. That's why yeah. you never got bored because <laughs> you always got to see new people. people. Yes. Exactly. And so you know we had a lot of questions about occupancy because everybody was concerned: is there people there? Is there not people? I heard this. I heard that. So of course the occupancy changed every week, as you saw, Coco, while you were mm-hmm. there all those weeks. Mm-hmm that every week a new group came in or several groups came in were they full and complete like they would have been if pre-covid no absolutely not uh, but still we saw lots of good people who were there the vibe was really good yes was even so the resort intimate. was quiet yeah, yeah. Uh, the first week I, ar- I arrived in january i was actually really surprised that the occupancy was uh, i think it's between 30 percent to 40 percent but the the major thing is people there are so much fun mm-hmm. and the vibe of it's just you totally just forget about outside world is actually cool right. going on and stuff like that and you just join right into that party yeah, yeah. absolutely and the thing and and also that those weeks where it was very quiet we had some extra special i'm not going to say attention but more um, intimate things going on at the resort. So they made sure that the people who were at this resort all got together, the activities mm-hmm. they had, they had dining specials uh, that were going on. So that the we were eating, for example, in the water park instead of in the dining room. And we were able to do different activities. Uh, so they catered to, even when the resort was you know, not yeah. full, yeah. that we didn't feel it. And it yeah. felt great. And kudos to Harry. There was nothing cut back. There was a show every night. There was the ECs at the nude pool. There was all the activities going on. I mean, there was some nights where the ECs put on the show and there was 10 of us watching the show. Mm -hmm. And there was, you know, everybody applauded. Everybody supported them. And and just kudos to Harry and the staff for not shutting down and keeping it open. And um, it was just an amazing, amazing time to be there. And, you know, it was fun um, being there because we met some people who probably if we weren't um, with so few people, we would have never met. And one of the gentlemen is Charlie. We did a whole show with him. 
um, all about the 40 years he's been coming to Hito. And now it's his was his 11th year in a row for spending the whole winter there. And it was his birthday there. Remember, it was his 70th birthday. And Charlie. Charlie, yes. He told us stories about um, the piano bar not being where the piano bar is and the skating rink not being a skating rink and where... Um, Paulette's well, re- bar was right, where the tree where is. The resort ended and then they added in the nude and pool. There was and no nude pool and it was just so enlightening listening to what Hido used to be where it used to be yeah. Negro Beach Village and there was no water and no electricity <laughs> and um, if, if anybody wants to hear more about it just go listen to a couple of our back Hido shows and, and um, Wendy showed up and Wendy normally comes for a week um uh, a month, a, no? a month at yeah. a time, a couple of times during the winter. And, you know, she's been playing tennis there longer than I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> and just the, the stories and the history of these people who've been there. And then we ended up with um, another woman who was there from Canada as well. She stayed for 13 months. Her husband sent her away. Said, Wait, she stayed for 13 weeks? 13 weeks. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should start drinking again. <laughs> um, and then there was a, this amazing Ukrainian couple who were there with us at the same time. They, really they were also for three months, right? Yeah. They came before Christmas. They spent their whole Christmas there and they left in February sometime, right? Yeah. And they, um, so they we're didn't not speak the, much English. Like I said, it's a good place to escape. <laughs> so we're <laughs> not the only ones who have stayed three months at oh, Hito. It's a place to save Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Early died. I know. It's true. It's true. So, so, so Coco, while you were there for the long periods of time, how did you stay busy? Because people ask us, and, and I have, I'll have a great answer in a second, but how did you stay busy? Well, I keep a routine. Of course. So every morning I get up and have my breakfast and then it's a gym time. And then um, I do a, a long walk to the Seven Mile Beach. And of course, you spend a lot of time meeting new friends and talking to them. And yeah, I made a lot of friends there in the, no, in the three months. Great. Yeah. The major thing is to keep a routine. And Mark, when you Set were there? Yeah. Same thing. You know, if you're going to be there for any great length of time, it's it's important to put together sort of a schedule for Mm -hmm. yourself so that you don't get lost or get bored, you know, go for these long walks, go to the gym, you know, have your meals on time, that kind of thing. You know, it's important. Yeah. We kind of make a a little like a date night every night when when he was there. And so we'll go to have like a little cheese and wine and before dinner. And so I would sit there for watch a little bit show and then we walk around a little bit. And so it's, it's very, very nice. Yeah. And even Amelia brought her piano. She had a keyboard with her that she brought with her. She knew she was going to be there the whole winter. And uh, for her, that was a very major part of her afternoon. Yeah. So she had a schedule also. She did her tennis yeah. right before David. Yeah. And then did her snorkeling. And then she had her piano. I guess she practiced piano for hours in the afternoon. Yeah. And met up with, you know, her friends in the evening. And yeah. it was, uh, and, and that's a very, very nice lifestyle. If it you is. Can, it if is. you can it do is. it. Really we, relaxed. We, um had a schedule. I woke up, I normally wake up early. I went, I had coffee. Um, I did a bit of work. Then I went to play tennis for an hour. Then I went to the gym for a half an hour. Then Carol finished at the gym. And then we worked till what, two o'clock. We went down to the flame. We had lunch and then we got naked on the beach. Yep. Yep. That was great. That's it. And time, time really um, passed nicely. Um, One of the cool things that we saw while we were there for so many days is when we got there in January, the sun set at 545. And when we left 89 days later, it set at 645. Right. And (laughs) at the beginning, it set out over the ocean. And at the end, it was setting out over Point Village. Yeah, the (laughs) island is there, yeah. Yeah. So the sunsets were much nicer in January than they were in um, uh, March when we left. And one of the cool things we saw was one day when a couple got married, um, there was a sunset over where Point Village was and this beautiful double rainbow over Negril. Oh my yeah, God. That was, was nice. Yeah. Nice. It was yeah. like a special wish for the newlyweds. And they were having their, after dinner, uh, sorry, after getting married, they had their dinner on the beach and that beautiful rainbow came right over their table. It was just so precious. It was Somehow really, really cool. the wedding at Hido is special. Yeah. It's very special. Even last time we were there, we saw a wedding there and then everybody started to cry. Oh, I was like, yeah. I don't know why. It's just so touching. <laughs> it, it happens, yeah, yeah. I think it's the environment and then the people 
there. Which well, there was at least three yeah. weddings while we were there this time, so yeah. I'm not sure how often they have weddings, but we saw ourselves. We went to three different weddings, which yeah. was really oh. spectacular. And like I said, you need to listen to the end of the show because we're going to tell you about the fun we had in the playroom with one of the wedding honeymoon, honeymoon oh couples. <laughs> a lot of people ask us, did we need a vacation from our vacation? But I got to say that we didn't treat this as a vacation. Like we were just uh, living at Hito mm-hmm. for the winter, getting away from like at Harry's yeah. place. Yeah, <laughs> kind of felt like that. Yes. So we didn't really need a vacation from the vacation, yeah. but it was kind of strange coming home after being gone for so long. Well, you just like went to another home uh-huh. and then you just come back to a. Well, yeah. what about having to do laundry? Oh my gosh, and driving, <laughs> cooking, <laughs> <No>. and cleaning—all <laughs> of those and things. You have to do grocery shopping, and <laughs> right? Yes, all of those things that you don't have to do. But mm-hmm. people ask us, like, how'd you do your laundry? We said, well, we put it in a bag. They picked it up in the morning. We got it back oh, in the afternoon. The resort take care of it. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was just yes. so simple. I yes. mean, we really, really were spoiled, and. Yeah. Um, it was just a fantastic 89 days to be away in the middle of winter. Uh, and oh, another yeah. thing is it's a nude resort. You don't have to wear a lot of clothes anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I play right. tennis every right. day, so I stunk. Mostly it was from the gym and from tennis yeah. that we really had to do yeah. it. But it has been an amazing experience, and we for sure recommend it to anybody who yeah. is considering going there for a long time. Definitely. And if you want to stay for a long time, you just have to call um, uh, reservations and tell them how many days you want to stay. And... They have special long stay rates um, right. that aren't available mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. So this is we're getting off to a good start here. This has been an amazing uh, discussion. Let's just hang on for a second. Let's do a quick shout out to one of our show sponsors, and we'll be right back. We are Carol and David. This is the Sexy Lifestyle, and we're so happy to be talking to Coco and Mark about long time staying at Hedonism Two in Jamaica. So, you know, people have been asking us, what's changed after four years of doing the podcast? Well, a lot has. But to be honest, the orgasm gap still remains a challenge for many couples. You know what I'm talking about. Men tend to finish before their female partners. You've heard us talk about Promescent for years. Their urologist-developed FDA-compliant delay spray can help men last up to 64% longer without loss of sensation. And it's great because promescent is quickly absorbed into the penis and it doesn't transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, I think we can all agree that sometimes women, even when alone, still have challenges around reaching orgasm. So now, promescent has created a female arousal gel. I love it. It's a clitoral stimulant that she can rub into her clitoris for increased pleasure and a lot more satisfaction during pretty much any type of sexual activity that you can think of. Absolutely. So now they've got promescent delay spray for him and arousal gel for her. So basically, they're closing the orgasm gap on both sides. And remember to check out their amazing lubes as well. Yeah, trust us. Try these amazing products and you'll thank us later. Seriously, just write to us at ask at carolandavid.com and tell us how it went. So try Promescent today. Just go to the website www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. Yeah, and now, and especially for a limited time, if you enter Sexy Lifestyle 15, you'll get 15% off every order. And remember, tell your friends too, that's Sexy Lifestyle 15 for 15% off. All right, we're back. You know, we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. And now let's continue our discussion talking all about being at Hito for 89 days during the winter of 2021. Wow. You know, there's so many things and so many stories that we could recount. But let's start with something that we know that Coco and Mark also participated in. What about that chairman's cruise? First of all... Before we go into it, okay, um, Harry was absolutely... Um, the most giving and wonderful person. So for January, February, and March, every Tuesday, he invited everybody onto um, the cruise, the catamaran cruise that normally goes out, and it was free. Mm -hmm. Anybody at the resort was able to come and literally come. The Mm -hmm. only rule he had was you had to be naked. (laughs) If you weren't naked, he said, go on the Thursday one. My cruise, my money, you got to be naked. (laughs) Right, and you I guys think normally it costs like sixty dollars yes, per yeah, person. It's yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. So it was Tuesday morning, ten o'clock. You just had to go there and stand in line, and you know, sign the form and get on board and get your temperature taken. <laughs> right, sanitize all of those your things. hands, and away you go. And, and sure uh, not allowed to have any clothes on, or not even allowed to bring your clothes nope. with you on the cruise. Never. Right, <laughs> I have no problem with that. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> 
And of course, we went out to the snorkeling reef. Are you guys snorkelers? Not really. No? Well, I liked it from the beginning, but now I just want to go swimming. Oh, and okay. uh, Swimming you know, naked. It's swimming so naked yes. is just so awesome. Yes. You just feel like you're completely merged into nature. And seawater is really good for our skin. Mm-hmm. So I'll just soak it all the time. Nice. And then I was just always the last one. They have to call oh, in. Oh, <laughs> me too. So, yeah, so yeah. you go snorkeling and then you go to the caves. And twice when we went out... Yeah. Dolphins showed up. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. and they yeah. were they were following the boat, and it was just so cool. Beautiful, you know? yeah. And um, it's just such a relaxing way to get out there. One of one of the cruises, it started raining, and then again a rainbow came out. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just one of those things that you can't do at home. No. And um, you know, it was just so nice. But when Harry out. encourages everybody to be naked, sometimes a lot of naughty fun would ensue. Really, honey. Yes. <laughs> On the way back from the caves and the whole trip back, that's when everyone was expected to and hopefully did um, take advantage of the opportunity to get naughty and I know we did yeah on the trampoline I mean Carol and I are exhibitionists and I do have to say we met a really nice couple um, who decided to um, he was fucking Carol while she was sucking my cock and then another girl popped in and she started kissing me and then she sat on my face and squirted all over me and you know everybody's around there we're done and a couple of applause and we keep going right yes. and the dolphin was swimming and, the dolphins were swimming. <laughs> and then you know um mark and chelsea from topless travel were there with their drill dough so the drill dough is like a drill and instead it's of actually a sawzall because well, it goes okay. in and out uh, not okay. round and round So there you go so they call it a drill dough but it's more like a sawzall but it's got a dildo at the end so yeah it doesn't go round and round you're absolutely right i don't know who invented that we already have a hole we don't need to drill a hole <laughs> So uh, it's not Mark who controls it. It's know, Chelsea it's who controls yeah, it. Yes, girl on girl. She gets anybody who's interested to uh, open their legs and have this thing applied to them if that's what they want, yeah. uh, which, of course, I did partake in. Did you ever try it? I never tried that, but I did see uh, one time at a pool, and then they... Um, uh, a lady got on the pool. They actually do that, and then the, right away she needed to score. And then the moment they pull out, and she was scored all over the pool. And it was ever, but it was like, whoa! Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, yeah. So Chelsea just had people on the on the cruise, like they did at the side of the pool with their drill dough, mm-hmm. and anybody who wanted to experience. So I that. think uh, four women laid down, and there was five orgasms. Oh yeah. Oh, did yeah. you try it, Carol? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh huh. Was, it was really cool. And, of course, there was lots of squirt when I did it as well. Wow. <laughs> that does usually happen. But I th- really think Coco's going to remember this story. is about, it was David's birthday. Do you remember how many oh, paddles yeah. he had to have on his birthday? There was a bear bum and there was a paddle. Do you remember that? 58. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, so one of the girls bring a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, there were so many paddles there, yeah. And then how many? Did, uh, 58 Wait, paddles. No, we got a backup. We, we have the backup. Okay. First yeah. of all, it was you, Coco, and Stevie. Right. So it was three women and me. Right. Some handcuffs. Oh, yes. Yes, yes that's true. Yes. That's, you were first and handcuffed to the tree, and then you got spanked. That's yes. true. Yes. Yeah. And then what happened? You think you got done by three women and you, right? Then um, I got put on the floor. Uh, lying down on my back and each one of you uh, took a turn sitting on my cock and then sitting on my face while your hands oh, were still tied while I was still tied <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure when one was on my face one was on my cock there was some extra stuff going on bisexual we were kissing yes. and tit grabbing yes. and lots of good stuff going on and eventually you have to scream like uncuff me uncuff <laughs> right me. that's <laughs> true right <laughs> <laughs> that's you needed your hands that. because I you wanted that. to start fucking more <laughs> yes absolutely right. and right. what was good about you know doing this birthday bash is the evening before two evenings before it was another woman's uh, Her birthday. birthday yes and um, our friends from Maui were there and coordinated um, what she wanted, and she wanted to just be tied down to one and of the, one of the. And I think she wanted to be blindfolded, right? And blindfolded. Yes. She did not. She did not want to know who it was doing what. Right. And the difference was here. It was three couples, and so there was cocks in her mouth and pussies in her mouth, and she had to try and guess whose cock it was and right. whose pussy it was, and then we all kissed her. And she got so mixed up, she had a hard time guessing, was it a girl or a guy kissing her? <laughs> oh, yeah. And her husband was just standing there and says, I could not have put this together 
more seductively and erotically than you guys did it. And it was just, you know, a great way for them not only to end their vacation, they were only there for four days, but for her to celebrate her birthday. Well, that was also an icebreaker for us because when we arrived, right. we were a little bit COVID afraid, right? We were afraid to get close to people. And I thought, well, if I can sit on a cock, that's okay. That's far away enough, right? <laughs> I remember. When we and then, then we I was kissing playing. her and I forgot. I went, oh, my God, I so, kissed her. I was like, okay. And kissing on the lips. No. And then we're like, look at each other. Like, what? I just forgot. <laughs> and we, and we, were, we were safe with this couple because they were both doctors and they were both double vaccinated. Right. So, it, you know, yes. it, it all worked out yeah. fine. And, you know, then that led into um, us with Coco and Stevie Moon, right? And uh, no, no, Stevie wasn't in, in the next one. It was our friend from Maui. Oh, yes. Who we did um, some more playing outdoor. We were all exhibitionists yes. under the sun. Remember how hot it was? Oh, yeah. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And he overheated and couldn't gym. come. Uh huh. Yeah. But that David never has that problem. He always shoots his load. He, he always <laughs> no, gets he it did. out there. No, I, I've learned. I've learned over the years what um, takes me over the edge where I can't come. And sometimes it's overstimulation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's the heat. And if I get overheated, you know, it's, it's just done. I can fuck, but there's nothing coming out. So, so you stayed in the shade and you well, had your... no, I was fucking. And then I jumped in the pool and I oh, came back yeah, and yeah. I cooled down. <laughs> yeah. It was hot. Yeah. You know, the That's temperature, <laughs> the temperature at Hito is plus or minus five degrees the whole year. So it's almost, what is it? 85, 90 yeah. degrees the whole year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, where you are just in front of the gym there. Uh, you're in bright sunshine. Mm -hmm. We were like at one o'clock, two mm -hmm. o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right the, the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. but I have to say the time uh, in January, even um, COVID was quite, uh, at that time it was quite serious. But you feel like it's the most safe place ever. It's true, right? Yeah, They've, you have, everyone's had their COVID yeah. test before they arrive. Yeah. You want to trust them to be safe and respectful, yeah. et cetera. So yeah. you kind of just do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we knew we had the whole three months to go and we did not want to get sick in Jamaica. So we were very careful. I'm going to say careful, although we did have fun. Um, but you just make choices and it's all about yeah. your risk tolerance and you make those choices and, you know, you have to live with them. One of the choices that Harry made, I mean, this was an unbelievable story. We're sitting there um, on the beach um, in front of the nude well, I just want to preface that the fact that, you know, we had been working till maybe two thirty, three o'clock. So we arrived around the beach only in the afternoon, between three, whatever, three o'clock in the afternoon. And it was very obvious that during the day, someone was putting up a fence. Yeah, because and there was fence they holes. They were digging and fence big posts. holes and they had a cement mixer and they were putting up these 10 foot posts. And it was very obvious they were putting up a fence between Hedo and Point Village. And all the guests were appalled because that's where we see the sunset every day. Mm -hmm. Right. And exactly in that spot where you want to be able to go across that's that line. That's the best spot. Right. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's like, what the fuck is going on here? So I went over to Harry and I said, Harry, how could Point Village be putting up the fence? He said, it's not Point Village. We're putting up the fence. I can't believe somebody here in maintenance is building a fence. <laughs> and he's there texting and texting and texting. And then I go sit down and all of a sudden. Harry comes out of the pool naked, okay, with his rum and Diet Coke, and <laughs> starts pulling out the posts. He's pulling the posts out. Oh There's 10 of them. Oh, my God. Out, out of the cement. Out, out of the cement. Out of the cement, putting them down. He pulls out the last one, and the whole resort, everybody who's on the beach in the pool, erupts in um, applause. standing applause. ovation. Oh, my God. So it I was a miscommunication that. that they will one day put a fence up, but it will not be a 10-foot fence like that. But what Jeez. we heard, what we heard is the instructions to put up the fence was given three months earlier. And being in Jamaican time, it took them that long to get the <laughs> Longer than Trump built that wall. <laughs> anyway, that was another memory that's oh, going to that take with, with us yeah. forever. Yeah. And, and the nice part is the fence didn't go up and we actually got to see 89 sunsets mm -hmm. every night. One of the things we did was watch the sunset and Coco. I mean, you must have been there for hundreds already, the amount of days oh, that you've been yeah, there. Oh, yeah, beautiful. I never missed that sunset. Yeah. So every day, when it's I was there for the three months, every yeah. day I have to I have to go there to see that sunset. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, we do have to go back to February when there was the Super Bowl, and every year uh, Hito does a big Super Bowl party. 
Well, Harry wasn't there because he was actually at the Super Bowl. He was at the Super Bowl, but we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> I asked Everybody him, was jealous of him, him being at the Super Bowl. I him, Can I go with you? He says, you don't suck cock. <laughs> so he, right? went, he went with uh, a longtime uh, girlfriend um, who he'd known for many, many years. And they had a little bet about Tom Brady and Tampa and... And who was going to win. And so, yeah. And see. they went and they had a great time. But normally at, at Hito for Super Bowl uh, Sunday, um, uh, like they did this year, they had hamburgers and hot dogs and pizza and all the real football food. But the one thing that was missing this year, and we have to shout out to Howard, was Howard. And normally Howard does this big... Um, I think he does the organization of the, f- of the, the party the whole, every the time. The whole day. Mm-hmm. And he does a 50-50 and he does uh, the squares and he does some gambling. And all the money that's raised, 50% goes to a Jamaican charity or, or one of the um, uh, places that Hito um, gives back to the community. And unfortunately, this year, because of COVID and, and Howard was is a little older, uh, he wasn't able to be there. So uh, we ate, drank, and celebrated for him. Yeah, and he was missed. And a lot yes, of people he absolutely missed. was. Yeah. Yes. And in a couple of weeks, uh, we're going to do a show with Howard all about the history of Hito. And uh, he has some uh, interesting stories to tell about Harry that Harry probably doesn't remember himself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he would have been there at the time of Super Bowl, but he wanted to be fully vaccinated before arriving Mm -hmm. back. And he has since been fully vaccinated and he has Mm -hmm. since been back to Hito. So Mm -hmm. that's cool. It's a smart move. We had to uh, do Super Bowl without him this year, but it was still a whole lot of fun. And the food was crazy good. I don't know. There's something about the way they make cakes there. There was a football cake or Super Bowl cake, whatever you want to call it. And the cakes at Hito, and I don't know if it's the local recipes or the way that they cook cake, it's just my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I had like the biggest piece. I think my whole dinner was a giant piece of Super Bowl cake. And <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to remember that one for a long time. <laughs> and, you know, speaking about memorable moments, we ended up with a mascot. And the mascot was a dildo. And the dildo got a name, and it was called C-Dick. S-E-A-D-I-C-K. And the reason why it got nicknamed C-Dick is because a guest, a couple from Arizona, um, good friends of ours, unfortunately we can't mention their names, found C-Dick floating in the ocean. Now, silicone is silicone, and silicone is great until silicone sits in the ocean in seawater for, I don't know, a day or so, (laughs) and then it just stinks. So we have this dildo, and it, it has a suction cup on it, and it's, it goes everywhere. People are putting it up on the new pool bar, on people's hot tubs, and it's all over the place. And we're wondering, where did this come from? And finally, I got the story from a very reliable source, is there was a couple who were fucking on the raft in the ocean. And while they were fucking, we all know the pelicans huh. and how they come and they go diving. Well, on one afternoon, a pelican came diving and missed the water and hit the raft. This couple who was fucking with their dildo went, oh my God, ah! And their dildo went flying into the water <laughs> and there became C-Dick. Oh, God. <laughs> the bird survived. She didn't have her orgasm. And now C-Dick is somewhere in Arizona. But C-Dick is COVID proof, that's for sure. They wanted to give <laughs> C Dick his own Instagram account. Oh, they wanted no. to take C Dick with him everywhere they it's went and take pictures. It's historical. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's just the kind of fun people oh that you meet at Hito. Yeah. That's so fun. Absolutely. Only at yeah. Hito. Only at Hito. Yeah. I mean, we were at Hito, um, I don't know if it was probably in February, and they were doing some construction work. And you know, normally when you're digging in a place, um, you know where the electrical wires are and the water and the gas and all that. Anyways, they decided to dig down a little. That tree. It was that yeah, tree, tree root. Yes. Yes. The tree yes. out and they cut the, the power, power to the whole H block. Yeah. <laughs> For nine days. <laughs> they had to move everyone out of H block. I, well, and I end up getting the best room. Yes. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, and we got a, a room with a balcony, so we're <laughs> fucked on the balcony, of course. Of course. <laughs> Why not, right? All right, everyone, this is still so much fun. This is Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and Dave. We're having so much fun talking with our friends, Coco and Mark, from Canada as well. They're here in our studio, our home studio, and we're reminiscing about our wonderful time that we had at, oh, at Hito Tube. So Coming nice. up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. But first, let's remind you about hiddenisms. 
anniversary celebration. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, Hito is one of our favorite places to hang out naked on the beach. And it is the sexiest place on earth where you can be as mild or as wild as you like, as, as you've been hearing on the show. Um, you know, we spent a whole bunch of time there this winter and really um, were wild, um, actually as wild as the fact that Carol repainted the Hito sign. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Hito wall. Um, and we're so excited about um, this is Hito's 40th anniversary celebration year. Um, they're going to be having a special week, October 30th to November 6th. Uh, so come and join us for that week. Um, for more information, go to thesexylifestyle.com, click on the Hito link, and book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. And remember, if you are looking for an open-minded online community to find compatible people and events in your area, go to sdc.com and use promo code 30314 to get your first month free. Hell yeah. Alrighty. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. We're here with Coco and Mark, reminiscing, like Carol said, all about our long stays at Hedo. But now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. So, Mark, we haven't heard a lot from you. It's your time to tell us a little bit about the playroom at Hedo, the romping shop. Which one are we talking about? Exactly? The main playroom in the spa. Oh, yes. The, yes. The big one. The big one. And officially, it was closed during COVID, but, you know... Um, Unofficially, we had a lot of fun there, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place. There's an open air section where you can look up at the stars. They they put up uh, lots of um, like mattresses in the in the on the ground there, and you can have sex. Look up at the stars. There's a separate dark room there for BDSM stuff. Uh, of course, they always supply tons of condoms and lube and things like that. Towels. Towels yeah. as well. Shower for at least two or three people at least. Yeah. We, we think we've had a shower with three or four people at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. have a group shower there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a great place. Large. Uh, it's the spa during the day, but at night it's the playroom. So, mm-hmm. great place to r- stress relief. So, um, getting back to that honeymoon couple, we ended up having a really nice time with them. And then she says, I want to be a little naughty tonight. Let's go to the playroom. Wait, what did she do before going to the playroom, remember? Oh, yeah. She had a tail in her room, and she wore it to dinner. Her butt plug tail. And I said, said, how are you going to sit on that throughout dinner without, like, squirming? And she says... I like to score. <laughs> so we went, we had dinner. And this then got David hot and horny throughout the whole dinner, knowing she had her butt plug tail oh, yeah. going on. We know Coco has a butt plug I tail. I love so my tail. Yes. Yeah. You know exactly what we're talking oh, about. Oh, God, yes. So before I go on, so what's that sensation like when you're walking around with a butt plug? You feel like you have a long tail, that I always want to have a long tail. I don't know why. But, Just but like does, the it, erotic. does it make your clit or your pussy tingle? It's in your butt. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. It makes your butt hot. Yeah. (laughs) Makes your butt tingle, right? Make your butt tingle, yes. But does it not feel like it's pulling out? I don't know because I don't wear butt plugs. I know you have different sizes and different textures, but when there's a tail pulling on it, does it feel like you have to clench the whole time? No, you don't have to. Well, if you have to, well, finding the right size is very important. Um, The one that I have with the long tail is a medium size. Um, no, you don't feel like uh, after a while you don't even feel like it's there. Ah, yeah, but it is definitely really naughty. Mm-hmm. Feeling really mm-hmm. naughty. Yeah. So we end up um, in the playroom with this couple who've never been there before, and we tell them about the dungeon. So we go into the dungeon, and there actually happened to be another couple there, and um, the bride, the, swing, the right? bride wanted to play on the swing. She still has her tail in. She now sits on the swing, spreads open her pussy, and says, eat me. So I start licking her pussy, licking, and she's getting all wet, and she squirted a little bit. And then she said, fuck me. She still has her butt plug in. So now I'm fucking her, and as I'm fucking her, I can feel the... Yeah, the, you can the, feel the, the tail in the there. solidness yeah. of it yeah. in there. It's and like another dick in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so we're going at it, and she's having a great time. Finally, my legs gave out because, you know, I was almost squatting. So she gets off, and Carol's like, my turn. <laughs> so Carol and the 
groom were fucking on the floor and then carol gets up on the swing and she's like she's not normally into swings but she was there spread wide open he was licking her and fucking her and um me and the bride were lying there on the floor because we were just a little bit tired um and then we end up moving into the playroom and carol and the groom were a little done yeah we were definitely done i remember that part she pulls out the the tail yeah and said fuck me in the ass Mm -hmm. because now she is ready she was ready yeah and i don't get this treat very often yeah (laughs) and she leaned up against the pole right in the middle of the playroom it was such a porno shot like you know you can just imagine it she's got her arms up on the pole with yeah. her ass out yeah. ready to be fucked and after that tail was in her ass right. and her ass is wide open <laughs> right yeah right and so me and the groom sat next to the spa and we watched it was like the waterfall right there we were done and we were just relaxing by the waterfall mm-hmm. and we watched the whole scene like it was a porn movie wow. it was super super hot yeah. Damn. Absolutely. Damn is Damn, right. Damn, yes. <laughs> and Better than poor movie because you know he's not performing right, for a movie. It's right. real. Yeah. And the fun thing is it's what David really likes. It's his treat. Mm. And it might be years between, you know, having I mean, that treat. And so he yeah. really enjoyed it and it was really super it hot. It was, it was. And then a great week. That later. could be a birthday on top of Isaac and Cake. <laughs> right. No, I was yes. very happy with your birthday present to me. That was, that was very hot. <laughs> no, I was actually hesitated from the beginning too because of COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh-huh. and um, then there was that other couple who had never been to Hito, never been in the lifestyle, who decided they were going all in. And they were both doctors. They were both ex-military doctors. And we ended up in the playroom with them. And it was, again, some of the hottest sex ever. Mm -hmm. We only played with four or five couples the full 89 days we Mm -hmm. were there. But we just met with the right people Mm -hmm. at the right time. And um, swinging is just like that, right? Mm -hmm. It's being with compatible people in the right place. Yeah, and it's not about just fucking everybody. It's It's not about the the qualities. The the quantity is not... it's the quality always. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, we're going to get away from us and us playing a little bit. I want I want to talk a bit about the rooms at Hito and um, the sexiness of the mirrors on the ceiling. Hmm. We always love that, that the mirror. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. What do you like about it, Mark? Well, you see everything. I mean, guys are very visual. Yeah. And when you've got a, a sexy you know girl giving you a blowjob you just look up at this in the mirror and you can see everything that's going on yeah better uh, than pov <laughs> yes yes doggy when you're fucking her doggy oh yeah. you know you see so much more but i love when carol's lying on the bed masturbating and i look up and i watch what she's doing and it's very different than just looking at her straight on yeah and we've taken the naughtiest pictures just through the mirror. I yes. think everybody at Hito yes. takes a picture of yeah. themselves in that mirror. Yeah. I mean, you you have to, every single room has the mirror on the ceiling yeah. and it's a it's just a tradition and you have to do it. But what I like about it is I, I like when David is fucking me, just missionary style and I see his ass working because his ass is moving up and down and I want to grab it. I'm looking up at the mirror to grab his ass and this thrust it towards me. And when we got home, um, when we started fucking in our bed, I looked up and there was no mirror. Like, ah, <laughs> Time to so install the mirror. To a mirror yes. there. It was like something that I really missed. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Well, there there were time uh, even when I was there by myself for those uh, three months, and there were time after a uh, theme night. So I come back to my room and just by myself, and then I was still fully dressed at a theme night of full makeup, and then you lay on the bed, you look at the, up the ceiling. I just feel so happy. Look at myself. I start just to dance to that mirror. Nice. So it's amazing. It's a magic. Yeah. That, that mirror. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to maybe put in a mirror and we someday. Were, we, were, <laughs> we were lucky enough to have a room that um, on the side of our bed was the closet, which was a mirror door as well. Right. And I mean, Carol doesn't always get the visual of my cock going into her pussy. But when we were fucking doggy, she just mm-hmm. looks over and you see the in and the out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you have different angles. You can look in different mirrors. Perfect. Take selfies, too. (laughs) Different angle. (laughs) And then there was, um, we had a porch. We were lucky to have a a deck outside our room. And the day we fucked in that 
thunderstorm. Oh, yeah. It was a thunderstorm coming towards the room. So it started in the ocean and it was coming towards us. We could see the, the black waves. cloud, the waves and the rain. And it came closer and closer and closer and closer. The sound was wow. already there. We could hear the rain coming down. But then it just washed over us, over our room and um, beyond us. That's that. so theatric. And as we got closer, we were fucking and we were fucking harder and faster and harder and faster. And then, <laughs> you then go the, with the, the thunder. The thunder went <laughs> off and I came and it was just like so intense. It was really one of those tropical storms that just came in and, and left. And, and of course, we're at the very tip of the island of the Jamaican island. And so it kind of just washed over the tip of the island. So it came by very quickly, in and out, um, quickly. I mean, within 10 minutes, I would say. But it was really awesome. And to you watch. have a stormy orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so awesome. So we're we're getting we're getting to the end of our show, and there's a couple of big takeaways that um, we heard from people who were at Hito when we were there. And one of the questions that we asked a lot of people. Um, because the resort wasn't full and normally there's 600 people and people are there and they're fucking and they're doing whatever and those people who aren't swingers are there on the other side exploring their relationships. But we asked people, why why are you coming to Hito? And they said it's very simple. It's to meet other people. Mm-hmm. Other open-minded, like-minded people. And that was a 100% all the time response. Yes, absolutely. And so I'm sure you guys saw it too. And how many international people you meet, how many mm-hmm. people from the United States, from Canada, from, from all over the world. Yeah, well, from Hido, I met my Swiss boyfriend, and Mark met his Russian girlfriend. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And those are like so, lifetime friendships that yeah, you make. But and you're even talking about going to Europe next year, yes. and you're talking about meeting up with all sorts of people around in Europe, yep. in- including, of course, yep. your friends. Um, but that's kind of how it is. You meet mm-hmm. lifetime friends that you um, just connect with. Yep. People we've met at Hito are actually planning to come and visit us in Canada and mm-hmm. stay with us for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We'll show them all around Canada. So there's that sorts of thing. And we, we go see them as well. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, very intimate friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like friends you know for your lifetime uh, in so-called, we call it vanilla world. Right. It not necessarily you you actually know them as much as the friends you met at Hito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, you can talk about anything you want. Yes, sex-related, yeah. pillow nudity. talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, it <laughs> can, it can be pillow talk, talk, but it can be anything. Yes, and you don't have to hold back. Not and anything. there's no judgment. Right. There's nothing like right. it's no jealousy or anything. It's just and it's pure not about friendship. It doesn't matter. If they they could be millionaires and you wouldn't even know. Yeah, you're all hanging out yeah. naked. And you're just all in the level plane at the same time, exactly. just being yourself, being It's authentic. just a pure human connection. Yeah. And this isn't just Hito. This is just lifestyle, travel, lifestyle adventures in general. Yeah. Now, I know we spent a good part of the show talking about Hito and the people that we met and the things that we did and the questions we were asked. But one of the things that Carol and I took away from 89 Days at Hito was how it made us a stronger couple how we connected, uh, we learned how to um, balance uh, some of the stupid work that we did and really refocus on our couple. Do you guys notice that when you go away for those long periods of time, it makes you guys better? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We connect better and uh, we, uh, talk, we, we communicate with each other better. Everything goes better. It strengthens yeah. our relationship, we yeah. find. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And when you're, especially, I like the fact that you were missing her, of course, and you, when Coco was there for a long time without you and you joined her and you were able to... I took to, care of her. Yeah, <laughs> you were able to reconnect and... My birthday. ...to rejoin and I, I love I took care of you. <laughs> I love the fact that you did get, you did fall deeper in love during those weeks when you actually joined her there. Mm. Yes. You know, that's when we realized that life We went short, through right? some bumpy road, of course, and uh, but he is kind of like smooths up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And... I think the whole world went through a really tough time in mm-hmm. the last few, yes. well, almost a year and a half now since COVID hit. But yeah, uh, it, and it's good that we can find a way to reconnect. And if he does the way, great. It's just a mm-hmm. place where you can go and be you and explore what you need to do with your partner, with new partners, finding new things. Uh, it definitely is a place where you can be yourself. Yes. And before we get to our final advice, um, one of the things that um, 
we've heard on our show lately with the expert guests that we've had is that um, it's so important during times like this where mental health issues and other um, issues within relationships come to the top, how important it is to talk to your partner. Tell mm-hmm. them how you feel, bring it up. Uh, nothing should be off bounds, out of bounds. And just, you know, if you want to do something, ask them. If you don't want to do something, tell them. And just take the time on a daily basis to talk. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Last Open question, heart. babe. So why don't we talk about what would be the top two things that couples should speak about before they go to a place like an open-minded resort, like hedonism, what do they talk about before they go there? Definitely communication with each other. Yeah. I think that's the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Set, set, aside, set aside some rules for yourselves if you need to, establish guidelines, that kind of thing. Talk about everything. So what they could expect, what they want, um, Do's and don'ts. Yes, do's and don'ts. Do's and don'ts. Rules, yeah. if, 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 like you said, if they're necessary. I think so, that's great advice. So yeah. I get to tell that one of the funniest things, not the funniest things, one of the most memorable things that happened to us. So at Hito, the walls are not thick. You hear everything going on. If there's people fucking four rooms down from you, you hear it. Um, if people are partying on the beach, you hear it. And it's all part about the Hito um, vibe. Yeah. One night... Three o'clock in the morning. It wakes us up. There's it wakes a noise. us up, and there's this woman saying to her partner very loudly. By the way, that's why it woke us up. <laughs> I did not give you permission to fuck that woman. There's a pause, and she goes, "No, no, 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 no! You didn't hear me. I did not give you permission to fuck that woman." So going back to Mark's point, communicate, communicate. Communicate. This mm-hmm. is a thing they should talk about before. Yes. Right. The, and we yeah. couldn't find them the next day. We, were <laughs> we didn't of, know who we they were. We were kind of guessing <laughs> who it might be, who's living near us. We didn't know even. We could just hear the loud voices coming yeah. in that direction. Coco, yeah, another thing. Um, well, that's pretty much I was I was trying to bring up is the communication. We and then Consent. Consent is another thing, definitely. Mm-hmm. You have to, we have to talk about to each other like what's, what, what is okay for mm-hmm. you or your partner? What is not okay? Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. There's nothing in there's nothing called implied consent. Right. You, you have to actually say. You have say. to ask mm-hmm. the partner that right. you want to have mm-hmm. sex Make with. Make yourself clear. Are you okay with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's in a swinging situation, but yeah. with your partner as well, if you've decided to do something that's a little bit outside your boundaries, right? Don't change the rules on the fly. Go with what. You've decided to go with, do it, come back, do the replay, talk about it. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? How do you feel? <clears throat> Tomorrow, let's try this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's very good advice as well. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you can't really imagine what it's going to be like. So go in that frame of mind that right now we can't make up rules because we've never been and we don't know. Yeah. But let's re- let's just reconnect with each other to make sure that and check in with each other that we're all still both on the well, same page. Well, you can page. talk about rules before you go because mm-hmm. you didn't know the situation mm-hmm. is and then mm-hmm. there are always some kind of situation could come in and yes. then you can always reconnect and then re-talk about it. You can go follow the rules and then you go back to your partners and then start to talk mm-hmm. about, so here's a situation, maybe we should change, tweak the rules a little bit yeah. as long as you are communicating with your partner. Right, so and not agreement. just do it without agreeing. Yes. Right, that's yes. exactly and right. let's just... You know, take a second before we close the show to remind everybody that you don't have to swing with anybody at any lifestyle resort. You don't have to fuck other people. You can go there and have a great erotic vacation, mm-hmm. push your boundaries, explore your fantasies, but you still have to have that communication. If you're going to have sex in public, just you and your partner, you have to both agree upon it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to give your husband a blowjob on the side of the pool, um, you know, if someone comes over and says, can I help you? You have to know that the answer is yes or no, and you've agreed to it with your partner. So that communication is paramount, and it's not a one-time discussion. It's an ongoing discussion that happens many, many times during the mm-hmm. day. 
Excellent, excellent advice. Wow, that has been an amazing fun reminiscing about being at Hito. It's been a while since we've been back now, but it's been a lot of fun reminiscing about all that great time that we did have. And I'm going to close the show by just shouting out to all the amazing staff at Hedonism. Uh, we know that they um, had a really rough time during the last year, um, being laid off, coming back, um, not knowing if they have a Changing shift or management. they don't have a shift, management changes. And kudos to all the staff at Hito for sticking in there. We know the resort is filling up. Uh, there's certain weeks coming up that are sold out, and they wouldn't be there without the commitment from Harry and all the amazing staff that have stuck through um, all these ups and downs for the last almost 20 mm-hmm. months now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. So kudos to, to all, all and shout out to all the amazing staff at Hito. Alrighty, that's the end of another great show with two of our amazing friends, Coco and Mark. Thank you both for being here today. Good to be here. We love so you nice to we see you guys. You guys <laughs> and we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. We hope we haven't uh, spoken too much about our 89 days at Hedo. There was a couple of months leading up to it. We spoke about it while we were there. I think we're going to now put it to bed, work on the 40th anniversary, and try and find something sexy and erotic to do next winter. Absolutely. That's the way it should be. So everybody, join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our special show today. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course... Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 